Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Her Messy Bun. I'm your host, Danielle. And before I dive into today's topic, I really just want to reach out and talk about some struggles a lot of us have been facing. I want you to know you're not alone. And even though there are a lot of sad and scary things happening around us, there have also been some beautiful bright sides to being on a stay-at-home mandate. If you're a parent, a lot of young kids will not remember the whys of what's happening. They'll just think of the moments that they've experienced. And for the children that will remember, they're going to be the ones telling the stories of how they got to spend endless weeks with their parents, brothers, and or sisters. So while we might be emotional or financially scared, we also have the opportunity to create some beautiful memories while we are all at home. Even those of us working from home or thinking of starting that at-home business adventure, it's not as scary as we think it is. I remember when I finally bit the bullet and decided to become self-employed, it was scary to just jump into this unknown. For some, not all, but for some, they have gone down this path. They have either had a safety net of funds, a backup job lined up, or even had a game plan on going back into a corporate job if they needed to. This was not an option for me, and I know with the situation that we're all facing right now, this probably isn't an option for most. But when I really look back at my life, I had always known my end goal in life was to work for myself. I've always been the type of person that will just figure it out, budget through load times, pick up that extra shift, and hustle harder. I was thinking back about the different jobs that I've had in my life, and I can honestly say that I was a very consistent employee to have. I never took a job that I didn't fully believe in, and I always put my blood, sweat, and sometimes actual tears into everything I did. It wasn't until my last job that I was tired of getting emotional for somebody else's business, which is when I had started the process of creating Savage Boutique and my graphic design business. When you become an entrepreneur, something to remember is that it won't just happen overnight. It's not going to boom right away. In fact, it actually took me about six months before I was making money consistently through client work and almost eight months before I launched my first product for my shop. The path I chose during this waiting period was to join a network marketing company. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the similarities and differences between starting your own business and joining an MLM network marketing company and why network marketing, also known as becoming an independent distributor, is not considered a small job or starting your small business. I have been a distributor for a few MLM companies in the past and I want to be clear, I just want to break down the differences and similarities that I've personally experienced between the two and educate you on your options. I know that this is a difficult time for people right now. People are losing their jobs and they're struggling to make ends meet. Sorry, But there are also people that are looking at this time as the perfect opportunity to finally start that business or to join in on that dream job of getting paid to be on social media. My goal today is to break down the different aspects and hurdles of each option so you can make a clear and educated decision for yourself on which route you want to pursue if you've been teetering between the two options. Before we start, I want to define exactly what network marketing is for those of you who might still be a little confused what that social media job you've been seeing on Facebook is. 
Vido.com states, network marketing or multi-level marketing involves a pyramid-structured network of people who sell a company's product. The model runs on a commission basis where the participants are paid for services rendered when they one, make a sale of the company's product, and two, the recruits make a sale of the product. Network marketing works on direct marketing and a direct selling philosophy. There are no retail shops. So first, let's talk about the differences between the, dif- the business model of network marketing and being self-employed. A business model, in short, is how an organization creates, delivers, and captures value in all contexts. So for example, when you join a network marketing business, you become a distributor of that specific corporation's product. You then try to make money through affiliate marketing, subscription sales, and e-commerce. I want to clarify and break down what these definitions are. Affiliate marketing is defined by dictionary.com as a marketing arrangement by which an online retailer pays commission to an external website or traffic for sales generated from its referrals. So in this case, MLM, the online retailer, is the corporation you joined paying you the external website or person for the sales that you generate from referring others to their product. According to Wikipedia, the subscription business model is a business model in which a customer must pay a recurring price at regular intervals for access to a specific product. This is one of the main goals of being an independent distributor. E-commerce, simply put, is any sales transaction conducted electronically on the internet. When you sign up as an independent distributor, you're subscribing to the company's website, which then generates a website affiliate page that you can share to potential customers for the corporation to be able to track the sales you generate so that they can pay you accordingly. Most MLM businesses offer you about 10 to 15% of commission of the sales that you get through affiliate marketing. This is when some people this sorry, this is when someone sees what you are recommending and then buys the product once at an outright price. Subscription sales is a little bit more tricky to explain. There are two different types of subscriptions within this kind of business model. The first is when you get a subscribed customer. Every time you get a customer, in some cases, the corporation that you are selling for offers a discounted rate if customers sign up for three months or a minimum amount of months subscription, promising that you that they will buy a set amount of product for those three months and then after three months they no longer have to be subscribed in order to still receive the discount but they must be the ones that unsubscribe themselves for every subscription customer you get this guarantees you a customer for at least three months unless they back out The second way that they reward you through subscription sales is if you get someone to join your team. As I mentioned earlier, every time an independent distributor signs up, you are subscribing to the company's website. However, for most MLM companies, every team member is also a customer. When a team member of yours gets a customer, they make a sale and receive a profit, but you also receive a percentage of the sale that they made. This is where it gets even more involved and tricky. There are different stages of a team, and as your team grows, you become one step closer to what they call a bonus. Each stage of a team brings you closer to those bonuses. Once you become eligible for the bonus, there are a few ways that you can get paid said bonus, 
and the most common practice that's used is to divide the bonus over a course of a set amount of months, requiring you to stay qualified for that bonus. You are still qualified if you continue to grow to a new stage in your business and you can acquire more bonuses that are divided the same way, but you can also lose your bonus or bonuses if you are no longer reaching the qualifying factors. So for example, if you grow your team to stage four in the business model and now you have 20 people on your team and each team member needs to have two customers in order for you to qualify for a bonus, if one of those customer cho- customers chooses to opt out of their subscription, you or your team member has to get a new customer to fill that spot in order for you to qualify, I'm sorry, in order for you to stay qualified for your bonus. So in most cases, you are given a deadline to get a new customer and it's not just an immediate disqualification. However, it can be difficult to manage if your customers choose to opt out of the subscriptions or if your customers aren't able to afford the product anymore or if you're at like the end of that three month grace period of keeping a bunch of customers all at once. So the subscription sales method tends to be the most lucrative in an MLM business, which is why most people end up selling the idea of becoming a distributor and how it can actually benefit you versus putting focus on sales of the product itself. Honestly, it just depends on your sales method. There are a lot of MLM MLM companies out there that you can join. Everything from hair care to weight loss to makeup to even animal food. But when you become a distributor for one of these companies, they almost always have the same business model, but just with slight variations. When you start your own business, and it's a small business, you are the CEO of that company. You make all the decisions within the company. You decide what you sell, how you sell it, when you sell it, where you sell it, who you sell it to, everything. There are so many businesses that you can start on your own that it would be too difficult for me to go over every kind of business model that you can have, but I'm going to focus on my experience in Savage Boutique. So Savage Boutique is an e-commerce site defined again as any sales transaction conducted electronically on the internet. As a product shop, I create the businesses and products that I choose to sell. In my case, I make home decor and trinkets like all natural candles, keychains, digital paintings, and marketing collateral. As a small business owner, you are responsible for so many different things aside from the sales aspect of it. Specifically for me, a few of my job titles are product designer, social media strategist, research and development, product oh, sorry, production line, product tester, web developer, assistant and receptionist, brand ambassador, photographer, videographer, copywriter, marketer, graphic designer, shipping fulfillment, It's a lot. So overall, if we compare the two business models, starting your own business, you get to dictate what kind of business model that you want to follow depending on what you want to sell. Your responsibilities go far beyond the sales aspect, but you also have to have a choice of how much farther that you want it to go. Becoming an independent distributor for another company allows you to start right away. You might not be able to decide what your business model is, but you don't have the but you, but if you don't have the time to do everything that comes with running a business based off the responsibilities alone, network marketing seems to be a faster route.
I want to take a quick break and continue sharing positive feedback. For today's episode, I want to shout out Alyssa, Sequoia, Tiffany, and Hal. Thank you so much for reaching out. I hope today's podcast helps you make that long overdue decision of which route to take for your next adventure. And if you want to be a part of my positive feedback sessions, be sure to reach out. If you're listening on Anchor, you can send me a voice message that I can not only shout out, but I can also include in my next episode. Currently, Her Messy Bun is available on Spotify and Anchor.fm. And if you're listening to Anchor and want to continue to see my podcast grow, you can choose to become a monthly supporter of Her Messy Bun by clicking the link in my show notes. Now let's discuss how big your voice is within the company. When you're an independent distributor for an MLM company, the power of your voice is directed towards your target audience. So for example, if you're an independent distributor for let's say art materials, your target audience is someone who likes to explore the creative arts. The hard part about having such a small voice within such a large company is that you have no say in what products are being added or getting taken away. You might be finding that coloring books are being sold like crazy and that might be the leading sale for you. However, for the overall company, it could be the least profitable product and the founders of the corporation could choose to just stop production on it. If this happens, your sales could easily drop. You and your team could lose loyal customers, which could lead to your team members choosing to opt out. Of course, this is all a worst case scenario, but something to be aware of and something that could easily happen. My goal here is to try to explain how your voice works within an MLM structure. So another thing to be aware of is that the founders could choose to add an item that goes against your morals. To keep with the example of an independent distributor for art supplies, they might choose to add a paint product or something that gets tested on animals. If that goes against your morals and your loyal customers' morals, you could be put into another dilemma. Again, these are some extremes, and I don't think that many paint products get tested on animals, but I don't know. I haven't done much research on it. But this is just something that you need to be aware of in case you choose this route of network marketing. Another example would be the return policy and customer service. As an independent distributor for someone else's company, you don't have the say in if things are returned or refunded. There are rules and regulations in play, and you can only do so much. This can hinder your customer service that you express to your team and to your customers, especially when it comes to fulfilling orders and keeping your customers loyal. When you start your own business, your voice is the only voice. You are single-handedly responsible for what you sell or no longer sell. You can adjust your target audience if you want to, and the bright side of this is that you won't be surprised by any decisions because you are the founder and the CEO. However, there can be a downside to this as well. So when I started Savage Boutique, I struggled with knowing what product to add that would keep in line with my brand and what my target audience wanted. However, as time went on, I also learned that the selling the that selling products that I 100% backed and enjoyed was would still sell. My target audience would only expand with every product that I added because I truly enjoyed what I was doing and I was finding the customers and target audience more directly. Just remember if you choose to go this route, you are still responsible for creating and fulfilling orders. 
expanding what you sell could get overwhelming if you are a solo entrepreneur. So if your sales go up, you might be finding yourself overwhelmed and unable to fulfill orders on time. However, the bright side is that you're always aware of what is happening within your business. This allows you to provide consistent customer service and you might already have rules and regulations in play, but as the small business owner, you are allowed to bend those rules when you need to. The reason why your voice is an important factor in this is because when you are selling something, you need to be aware and educated of whatever you are selling. The more educated you are, the better a sales representative that you can be. Your voice is important because it defines you as a person and in business, it defines how much power you have within the company. To recap, the power you have as an independent distributor is how you decide to market the company's product to your target audience. It's minimal and it's capped. The voice that you have as a small business owner, it is endless. Now let's talk about overhead and where the money goes. So I've already started talking a bit about how to make money as a distributor when I went over the business model, but let's talk a little bit more about the overhead of joining an MLM company versus starting your own business. Now, I wanna keep it as simple as I can, so I'm going to use the same whole numbers for each to try to make it as clear as possible. In short, overhead in business is defined as the general fixed cost of running a business. Since both opportunities are work from home, I wanna break down a few questions and show you how the, it compares to, to each other. Okay, let's start with how much does it cost to start a business and how quickly you can make that money back. I'm only gonna break down direct sales in this comparison since that's the major commonality between the two options of, working, of starting your own business and joining an MLM network marketing company. Let's say that it costs $100 to become an independent distributor and it costs $100 to start a business. As I said earlier, as an independent distributor, you get about 10% commission off of each sale. As a small business owner, you get to decide how you want to price your product. The most common to, in, sorry, the most common is to follow the thirds rule. First, find out how much it costs to create a product and then you multiply that cost by three. So, Let's pretend for a second that an independent distributor and small business owner are both selling a $30 product. Based on what we just talked about, a distributor will only make $3 off of the $30 product, whereas a small business owner would be making $20 off of it. If both people are trying to make their $100 that they invested into the startup, a distributor would have to make at least 34 sales in order to make their money back before they start making a commission. A small business owner would only have to make four sales. Another thing to remember is that when you join network marketing, in most cases, you are required to buy products every month as well. Some require you to purchase at least $30 a month to keep your status which means you have to make another 10 more sales every month before you start a profit. However, if all 34 of your original sales were subscription customers, that means 10 sales that you needed to cover that month and the remaining 24 sales is now your profit, 
which comes to $72. This is why a lot of distributors do put focus on building their team and try to increase the opportunity to gain commission and bonuses through building their team. As a small business owner, after four sales, you have been fully reimbursed that $100 and everything after that is just profit, which means for every sale, you are profiting the full $30 per sale. Whereas a distributor, you are still only profiting $3 for every sale. Of course, this varies depending on what you're selling and how things are actually priced in each scenario. It's also different if you are making more than 10% commission. I just wanted to give you a clear breakdown on the direct sales of each, and maybe when you find out what your commissions would be, you can do the math yourself to figure out if it is a reliable source of income for you. Finally, I want to explain why becoming an independent distributor is not the same as starting your own business. A marketing technique for joining network marketing business structures is that you are investing into your own company. This concept is one of the most enticing concepts, especially for those who want to start their own business. Though it might feel like you're running your own business because you do have the freedom to work from home and you decide what hours you work, based on all the differences I just talked about, this is a marketing tactic to join someone's team. There will always be someone above you making a profit off of your sales and making a profit off the product that you buy to keep your status. Because remember, as an independent distributor, you are required to be a customer of the product. Network marketing is more like being a brand ambassador for a company rather than taking stake within that company. Remember, there are benefits of not running your of not running your own business. You are mostly in charge of presenting the product to your target audience and that's it which means you don't have to worry about the creation shipping and all the other job titles that i mentioned above for that small business that sorry that small businesses do have to worry about there are also a lot of similarities between being an independent distributor and starting your own business for instance in most cases you can work wherever you are social media is going to be the main way that you will want to market your in order to grow your sales your income producing activities are going to be similar. You are responsible for creating your own hours and your hours can be as flexible as you need them to be. And to recap the differences that I mentioned earlier, the, the business structures are set up completely different. MLM sets theirs up so everyone in the company is able to make a small percentage off of the income of sales that the distributors receive. Whereas owning your own business allows you to make a full profit off of the sales received. Finally, the difference is the power or say that you have within the company as a distributor versus an entrepreneur. Honestly, it really just depends on where your heart is. If you've been passionate about creating your own business, I think that you should full-heartedly go for it. Create that business plan, grow your following, share what makes you special within the world that we live in. If you have no interest in being responsible for all of the job responsibilities that come with starting a business, and you find an MLM business that follows your ethics, then go for it. At the end of the day, you have to do what financially makes sense for you, you have to do what realistically you have time for, and you should always be passionate about what it is you choose to do. And just remember, I've only talked about some of the more broader aspects of both routes, so please do your research when you know what you specifically want to do. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me anytime. I would love to talk to you more. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Her Messy Bun. And as always, head over to my show notes where you can find all my social media links and hit up my TikTok to see a quick and fun overview of things that I have in store for you. And while you're over there, be sure to follow me for more helpful tips and reminders on how to stay motivated and inspired. And I'm really sorry for any stutters or inconveniences I had during this episode. It is 11 o'clock at night and I am extremely tired from having a baby at home all day with me. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Thank you.